three, two, one. And we're back. Welcome everybody out there on planet Earth. You are listening to the Three Ugly Guys podcast, a subsidiary of All or Nothing. Because we're going to talk about it all, and we're going to talk about nothing, and everything in between. And as always, we're the Three Ugly Guys. I'm Corey. In the house, I got Joe. What's up, what's up? And I got Paul. Yo. We are Three Ugly Guys. So, Paul. Yes. Um, you mentioned something I did that piqued our interest in mm-hmm. the last uh, last podcast we did. But before we actually get into that detail, we're going to kick it over to Corey, who's going to tell us about what we're talking about yes. today specifically. Do tell. Okay. So what we got for you guys today is a little something that we put together. Working title, or do we settle on fiction fight? Hmm. I kind of like it. Fiction fight works, but we could always have something in the future. Fiction maybe. face-off, fiction something. Let us it's know like, what you guys think. Maybe we'll yeah. do like a, you know, best poll, best name of the we, series. We like the alliteration of the... Gives it more suspense. Yeah. I like it. Fiction something. Fiction. <laughs> so the word fiction is a great word. Fiction. That actually sounds kind of dirty. Fiction. Fick well, you. Because it what? sounds like friction. Oh. Ooh, oh. Let's make some fiction yeah. happen. <laughs> Oh, oh my I'm going to stop now. I'm we sorry, can write guys. a dirty novel later. Anyway, <laughs> so Fiction Fight started from a conversation that we had last week from Paul, really. I really don't remember how it came about, but I just remember Jack Sparrow and Godzilla. Who would win? I don't know, but let's talk about it. It was really an exciting and interesting thing to talk about because it seemed really one-sided. But Paul was like, no, I can make an argument for Jack Listen, Sparrow. I can and I will. So before we actually get into the specifics, we're going to break this down for you guys real quick. Um, every so every so often when we do one of these segments, we're going to uh, more more than less have uh, three different uh, fiction fights for you guys to uh, think about, discuss with us, interact with us on our social medias. But for tonight specifically, obviously, like we mentioned, we're going to start it off with Jack Sparrow versus Godzilla. And then the other two we're going to do for the night is going to be Will Smith from Independence Day versus Will Smith from Men in Black. Yes. And then the final one we're going to get to tonight is going to be Courage the Cowardly Dog versus Doug Funny from, oh from Doug. Oh, yeah. It's getting real. So, like we said, we're going to kick it off with Jack Sparrow versus Godzilla. So, Paul, do you want to start this one off? Well, don't mind if I do. All right. First off the bat. Who do you guys think will win? I mean, obviously, I mean, I'm, uh, I feel like everyone's going to say Godzilla, right? Is, All right. That, is that the safe bet? If you want my, if you want my specific opinion, yeah. uh, we'll go, we'll go around yeah, the table yeah, we're here. Gonna, we're going to say our spiel, but off uh, overall, off, off the top of the dome, I'm going to say Godzilla wins. Yeah, you, Corey, you, you think too, or I've been thinking about this quite a bit, unnecessarily much actually, mm. since this conversation, and it depends on a couple of parameters. Thank you. I think there can be a case made for Jack mm-hmm. Sparrow. But it depends on what the rules of this fight is going to be. All right. Well, for the most part, I feel like majority of our audience will agree that Godzilla will just annihilate Jack Sparrow. There's, there's not even no chance. Right. Right. I mean, that's so. But it's Jack Sparrow. You 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 can't. So so what are the what are the um, all right yeah like what are the rules here like how are we doing this? I feel like if we're gonna go full on, then he's got to have some of his perks. He's got to have his he's got to have his crew with him. Of course, right? okay. He's got to have his, his ship, Black Pearl. Okay, you know, so I think that that that'll be the variables. He's got a, okay. uh, you know, whatever he's known for, throw him in, whatever. Gotcha. Okay, understood. Mm-hmm. Now, would you say the same for Godzilla? I mean, 
what else does Godzilla have besides he's he's got his powers. He's so got his powers. I'll factor that in. Um, Important question though. Yes. Is this taking place in Jack's time or Ooh. current time? Right. These are things we or or do we find a middle ground? I was leaning towards you know 1700s era because I feel like Jack would be totally lost, and you kind of if you give him modern times, then Jack could just have modern weapons. But I want to picture Jack as Jack in his element. Pirate, yes, in his. Element is his surroundings. Well, because Godzilla doesn't depend on technology. Sorry, Joe. I didn't mean to cut no, I was there. I was literally about to say the exact same thing you were about to say. So go for it. Whoa, brave brain wavelength right there. That's why we're really guys. Yeah, we are. We have the same brain. Not <laughs> the, literally the same ugly Maybe wavelength. We do. <laughs> no one knows what we look like. We That's could. true. We are That's all right dead. Yeah. Not Whoa. saying you guys, you know, three brains are ugly. <laughs> They're way smarter though. Yeah, it's true. But, I was thinking Godzilla is not like Godzilla. Doesn't matter what time period. Godzilla still got probably been around. The technology for, doesn't even matter at that right? point. Well, was, wasn't it actually implied that Godzilla was, was quote-unquote, was he created or just enhanced after it the nuclear bombs? It depends on the movie. Bombs? So he's got different origins and all the time. Okay. We go to the Matthew Broderick route, and he was developed by the nuclear bombs going off in the, right. like the 50s. But yeah, we could we can go towards, like, you know, he was created, I guess. But then again, what, the new Godzilla lineup, he was always was been it, around, right? It, so I think... Skull Island, if, he grew up... If I remember there, correctly, I think he was kind of always there, but, like, in the 50s when the U.S. was doing, like, their nuclear bomb test with, like, the other countries were doing the same up. thing, it kind of either woke him up and yeah, gave him powers. Yeah, I think powers. it woke him up. Yeah. So let's go with he's always been around. That's fine. And something happened that Jack did and just woke him up. That was kind of like the, how the remake went a couple of years ago, right? Where Godzilla was just yeah. this thing in the yeah. earth and this like mythical monster that just came out. And I like that idea better. Because I think Godzilla could have theoretically been around in that time period too for yeah. Jack. Yeah, it makes sense for his size, especially. I mean, Absolutely. you know, you don't grow like that over a day. So true. All right, so we'll go with that then. We'll go with he's always been around. So let's go with Pirate Times, 1700s around. That's fine. Yeah. Middle of the ocean. Yeah. Whatever. Now, does he have anybody? I think I think to make it fair, the only the only other quote, quote unquote no, ah, uh, but Gatsuki. Yeah. Who doesn't love Gatsuki? Uh, I mean, yeah, I love Gatsuki. Well, our our, our personality is a thing. So, right. like, what Godzilla are we looking at? An animated one or a monster <sighs> movie one? Well, we can't do animated because Gatsuki was only in the anime. All right, you got me on that. Actually, one. no. Wasn't there one Japanese movie? There was Baby Godzilla. Oh, completely that was different son, character. Son of Godzilla. Son. And he got killed, right? He grew up. He did get killed. But then was another one. He did grow up into like the new okay. Godzilla because the old Godzilla was getting radiated and the okay. burning Godzilla. Remember that? Okay. One, so. All right. Because all right. So the point that I was gonna make is if he um if he um has anybody on his side, I would just say it would be Mothra. I feel like that's over because no. I mean, well, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, well, it depends on what I was gonna throw in for the this fight for Jack's favor. So King Ghidorah. I mean, no, no, no. See, because they're enemies. So Mothra would be his ally then, right? And that's <sighs> only Mothra because literally like everybody else is an enemy. That's a lot of overkill then. Well, Godzilla would probably only need Mothra if he was losing, right? Right. I suppose. All right, so let's want to keep her as a backup, Mothra. Yeah. 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 All right. We'll keep her as a backup. Okay. Because what I was thinking could go in Jack's favor. So he might okay. be Mothra. All right. Okay. So we'll we'll keep all the uh, the aspects. You know, we we got our what do you call it? Uh, wild horses, right? Wild horses. Is that wild cards? Wild card. Wow. Well, you know what? Maybe there were wild horses. You don't know that. You're right. But they'd Maybe, be in the yeah. ocean and they can't swim. What about wild ho- wild oats? Wild oats. You're sowing your you wild oats. You don't want to oats. soil your oats. Yeah. Seahorses. Mm, that's, sea that's what I meant. Wild sea cards. Is it? It is. Okay. All right, it wasn't. Anyway, so let's start things off. All right. I, 
if you don't mind, I sure. Think, let me go first because let me please be, do. Because I just save the best for last. No, 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 not oh, even okay. that. I was just gonna say let, let me get all the obvious I stuff feel like out you of the way. Godzilla wins the end. Right. So let me get that out of the all way. Right, okay. Fine. So all right, they're in the they're in the ocean. Mm-hmm. Jack's on his boat with his crew. Godzilla comes up and he's made big and brawling. <laughs> he's not really affected that much by artillery, whatever artillery that Jack has at the time, and he has atomic breath. So let, now that we have all the, you know, general like you know, oh this is de- a definite easy win out of the way. Go for it. Let me hear. Well. Before I start, Corey, would you want to say anything? You want me to start? No, I think you should start. This, this was your brainchild. All so. right. All right. So here's the thing. Middle of the ocean. They're on the Black Pearl. Jack's got his compass out, right? It's going off. It's going a little crazy. So they follow it. Little do they know, it leads to a cave. Big giant mountain, whatever. Boom. Godzilla's there. Out off the bat. He's angry. He's mad. Jack's like, oh, bugger. That's interesting. What do they do? Knowing Jack... Kind of goes for it. It's his, it's his spiel. Fair enough. In a way, he'll like trick Godzilla. He'll he'll sail towards him, right? And they'll fire their muskets and all that, doing nothing. And right at the last second, when Godzilla maybe does his atomic blast, whoosh, turn the boat around, right? And it's on its side now, going around him. Cannons go off. Now cannons, those are some big balls. Eh, you know, you get him right in his eye. It won't kill him, but it'll be annoying. All right, who doesn't like a thousand mosquitoes all in your face? Come on. So there's that. Now cannons are going off, making him more angry. Fine. You got Gibbs. You got all those little crewmen, guns, cannons. They're they're circling around Godzilla now, right? Godzilla gets more angry. Starts hitting the whatever rocks, throwing at them. But the boat's fast. It's the Black Pearl. It's the fastest ship, you know, in the ocean. Godzilla, what? He just swims or does he walk slow? Right, I'm trying to think. What did he? What does he do? He walks slow, but he. Right? So he could probably uh, swimming. Swimming, he's a little faster, but I wouldn't say he's like got a T-Rex with his little arms. He didn't look that fast in the Matthew Broderick film. Right. When he was swimming. Right. He, oh, that one I did. I, he did swim I fast. Never count. That's that. a great Godzilla. I, don't know. I, I love that movie. As I a kid. like that movie too. That's a different debate for another right, time. Yes. But I, all I was going to say is, like, I'm sure he has decent speed swimming, but I, it's not breakneck. Like he's not. He's not like Michael Phelps, proportionally, like he's in no the water. Dolphin. Yeah, he's, <laughs> you know. All right, so whatever. They're, they're trying to outrun him. Jack gets on top of the crow's nest. Now, what does Jack do? I mean, come on. He goes all in. He'll somehow miraculously get on top of Godzilla with his sword, start flailing it and dance around and, you know, whatever. Stab him in the head. Does it do anything? Probably not. But it's something. It is. He knocks, Godzilla knocks Jack in the water now. He goes flying. Ah, whatever. Do Falls the voice. Do the voice? Yeah. Jack's, ah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I've never done Jack screaming before. Where's the room going? I just, I just, I just, I could just talk like him. I don't know if I could scream. So like, I, I can't really scream. Good enough. Good, good enough. So he falls in the water now. The crew gets him, right? Now, now you're thinking, crap, there's no chance. Godzilla's going to, again, get his atomic blast going up, getting ready. Little is Jack. Little Jack's got some friends. Now I'm going with prime Jack Sparrow. So I'm thinking right after the trilogy. Who does he call? Not Ghostbusters. No, Blackbeard? Not Blackbeard. But we could, I mean, we could factor Blackbeard in because his ship. Pre or post trilogy? I'm going post trilogy. Oh. So we could get Blackbeard. The, oh, I think I might know the mermaids. Come on. You know, we could get them too. I, we can get everybody. I'm thinking Will. 
Oh, okay. Will's the new Flying Dutchman, okay. right? He's got that ship that goes into water. So all of a sudden, you know, they're trying to escape from a deal. All of a sudden, this one ship whoosh, comes out of the water. You got the, the, the Flying Dutchman. Yeah, the Flying Dutchman. Flying Dutchman. Boom. More cannons now. Now they got two ships. Maybe it's also post trilogy in uh, Stranger Tides when Jack had the bag of, you know, other ships in the bottles. Maybe he magically turned them into life-size ships. Now he's got a whole armada of ships just popping out of the water like crazy. He's got like a hundred ships now surrounding Godzilla, all cannons. Godzilla's like, ah, I can't see. Ah, he can't talk, but you know, that's the idea. Boom. So you got that. You can get Blackbeard with his magical ship as well, or Barbosa maybe is controlling that ship. Barbosa has another fleet. I thought we weren't having villains and enemies take up arms with would you really them? call barbosa his enemy they Black, kind of made up blackbeard i would so let's just say barbosa took blackbeard's ship then you can't assume that though maybe i did maybe i'm fine did he do it in the movie hmm did he do it in the movie at the end of the stranger tides he did he took blackbeard's beard barbosa he, he took, took Blackbeard's beard. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Blackbeard's ship. That's right. what I said. That's okay. that beard off his face. Right. Blackbeard's beard. Because that happened, we'll allow it. Yeah, so, so he's got his own armada now. Even at even in the beginning of the fifth one, he had his own armada, right? Or was it the fourth one where he had Barbosa had his own rich British armada, whatever. The whole East, right? The India, the East, East Indian, Indian Trading yeah, Company. So let's say you have that armada as well, because I think Barbosa has his own. I think that was them. the fourth one. I never saw the fifth one, but yeah. So let's just say he's got an armada, Barbosa, right? And he's like, the only one person can defeat Jack Sparrow, and that's me. Boom. So now they're teaming up. My enemy is my enemy. No, wait. The friend of my enemy is my enemy. No. The friend enemy of, of my enemy. The enemy of my, my enemy friend. is my friend. That's the one I'm looking for. See? So there we go. Working together. All right. So boom. You got that armada. I thought we weren't doing that. But now he's his friend. Okay. Because he did, wants to defeat Jack Sparrow, not anyone else. Didn't they? Did they make peace in any of the movies? They did. Okay. All right. They so did. They, they did make peace right. in the films. And at one time, it was his first. They were his first mate. So they grew up together. They have history, right? They they ate dinner together. They, they broke bread. They broke they bread. Jesus. Yeah. Hmm? Jesus. Sure. All right. All right. So you got Knight, and then you got Will, his Flying Dutchman crew. You got a lot of stuff now. A lot of cannons going off. Godzilla can't see now. You have so many cannons going. Smoke, muskets. I mean, you know. May I? Sure. Interject? Just to Come play, on in. Play Come dev- into my room. Just to play devil's advocate. Let's go. Before Corey comes in as like the decided. Because mm-hmm. clearly you're leaning towards one way and I'm I, leaning I towards the other way. I didn't say wins. I'm just saying a good fight. All right? That's all, all I'm right, saying. All right. Fair enough. My only argument to... Because everything you've said so far, you've... you've Thank you. You've, you've I, locked I really down. thought a you lot have. about this. My only argument is you started out with just Jack and his crew on the one ship. Mm-hmm. And then you slowly brought everybody else in. I did. Even with the muskets and the cannons going off from just the one ship, you're making it sound like Godzilla's not fighting back at all. Like, the, all of this is coming and coming and coming, and he hasn't even attempted a tail whip yet. Not yet. It's a fair point. Okay, not I'm yet. Getting, I was okay. getting there. All right. I'm I just, just saying. I, I know. I wanted to have some, some fun. Okay, fair enough. Let's, I, wanted, I want the audience to have a good movie. That's okay. all. I know, because the way I'm describing it, it would yeah, be like, I mean, the who movie, wants to watch that? The I mean, movie would be over in 10 minutes. <laughs> so, all right, Corey, <laughs> we're, we're, Corey I want to you hear think? your story. Let's, let's see what you think. All right, so I've been thinking about this quite a bit, actually, and I think it was, I'm, I'm probably going to mix movies here. It's been a while since I've seen them, but Jack has that compass, right? Mm-hmm. He's on the Black Barrel. I'm not going to try to do an accent. I just tried to do a little bit, right? And I was like, nope, not going to do it. <laughs> Can't do an accent. So he has the Black Pearl, right? It's a fast ship. It's a faster ship in the ocean. Thank you. Thank you for doing that for me. You're welcome. Did you say ocean? I don't just have a ship around. In the seas? I don't seven know. seas. Seven seas. Maybe, yeah. It's the fastest ship. So let's say they have that first altercation with Godzilla, right? Right. They realize that they're outmatched. 
They hightail it out of mm-hmm. there, right? Something they would do. They dock in Tortuga. Good. They're in Tortuga. Good man. Jack has that compass, right? What are you looking for with that compass in the movies? Whatever yes. he wants. Well, yes, true. But or what was he looking for specifically in the movie? Immortality? Oh, I thought it was David Jones's heart. Uh, that was in that oh, movie. Okay. Every, yeah. every movie is a different uh, outcome. Oh. The first movie was a way... Like it was, it, it's, the compass is for whatever you want. Whatever you desire. That's the <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's whatever he needs so at the if, moment. Which is what if, Oh, what if we factor in the immortality? We can. Oh, I wasn't even going that route. Yeah. Oh, let's hear what you guys oh. say. So I'm thinking... He has the compass, right? Where did he find the heart for David Jones in the movies? Where was it? Was it the jar of dirt? Or was, no, it was the, the jar of dirt was separate. He, wanted, he put it in there, but the chest was... Was on the beach? Some island. Island. Yeah. It was on an island yeah. somewhere, yeah. So let's say Jack goes to this oh, island and gets the heart. I see where you're going. Mm-hmm. Now he parlays with Davy Jones, right? He's on the Dutchman. I have your heart. Okay, I want my heart back, says Davy Jones. I need your Kraken. Yep. Oh, uh, okay. See, I was thinking the same. I'm glad you said that, Corey. I'm so glad. I'm smiling so hard right now. It's, it's I, Oh, my God. I'm so glad that it happened that way. All right, go on. I'll, yeah. I'll you know. Yeah, okay, go. Well, go so ahead. now... now not only is Jack mm-hmm. on his Black Pearl with the Dutchman with him, with the Dutchman with him, that's a lot of wits, but now they have a Kraken. So when Godzilla shows its ugly head, David Jones has no choice but to summon the Kraken. So you have a, a legit one-on-one fight now. Yes. Okay. See, I was, I was thinking that because I was like, all right, if I pick Will, that's that, but unless, unless Will does have a new, a new Kraken, we don't know. We didn't see that. It's possible. But either way, I thought about the Kraken. My Either way, is he a chance for Godzilla? Probably not, but it'll slow him down. He was it's pretty yes. fucking big. Huge. It is big. It's very big. So let's say... I think he would put up a good fight against Godzilla. Let's say the Kraken summoned now, right? He comes, sur- like just surrounds Godzilla, you know, tentacles everywhere, suction cups in your face, whatever. Godzilla's pissed, right? He's yanking him off. He's clawing at him. He's, he chucks him. throwing getting strangled, probably. Right? Whatever. While that's going on, they're still firing their cannons. They're doing whatever. Whatever. Eventually, yeah, Godzilla beats the Kraken. He just annihilates him, atomic blast, goes right through him, boom, fried calamari right there. Bam. All right. But it slowed him down. It oh, definitely. Him. That's a huge-ass monster. So there's that. I like that, Corey, you brought that up. That was, that's very good. Thank you, Paul. You're welcome. So we got that out of the way. Now, go ahead, Paul. I was, no, you got me thinking before, the immortality. What if Jack goes back to get that gold coin from the first movie? And what if they, the whole crew takes it, right? What if, oh, better yet. What if magically, Jack somehow ropes up the coin? Like he ties the coin to the Kraken. Oh, he makes the Kraken immortal. Makes the Kraken immortal, right? Dark time. The moon comes out. Skeletons everywhere. They go on the bottom of the ocean. They climb up Godzilla. They're on, like they're climbing him. The skeleton. The Kraken's grabbing Godzilla. He's trying. They keep coming back because they're they keep they're immortal. What then? What, 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 you know, like, what's your outcome for that, Joey? People are gonna, he's gonna need help. <laughs> I don't know what the help's gonna be. Whether it's Mothra, whether it's you know, we could, we, little Godzilla. We, we could send Mothra in. What do you think she's gonna do? I wouldn't fly send around. <laughs> I don't know what that was. That was that was, that was my really pterodactyl, weird. whatever. I don't know. Well, the only thing she's gonna be able to do is attack the way she would attack anybody. Mm. Well, doesn't she also have the power to like? Uh, heal give, yeah heal yeah, right she so does. maybe she'll heal Godzilla she could heal them or given her healing factor could she heal the dead Ooh. in a sense to either stop them she or stops slow the curse, them down maybe. yeah alright 
Interesting. Because I'm not so. Because I'm not going to go past that. Because like everybody could be like, "Wow, you could just call in any gaijin you want." Mm. Gaijin, well, well yeah, gaijin, no, any kaiju you want. But like, I don't That's want. Lot, yeah. I want to cut it at Mothra and maybe Baby Godzilla because every other kaiju is basically Godzilla's enemy. They're not going to come help him. No matter what happens. So yeah. he really only has Mothra, and then if you want to throw in Baby Godzilla. Okay. Baby Godzilla. Keeping it canon. So as far as the immortality thing, Mothra may have the ability to heal and prevent that, but she might not. Now, either way, she's huge. Either way, she's huge. Yeah. Now, you also have to think about, is Mothra there fighting with him before that even happens? Mm. Because if she prevents that from even happening in the first place... Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not going to be completely over. It's just that, okay, they don't have the immortality factor now. It's it's just going to be a straight shootout. No, I see that. And those cannons can't aim up where Mothra is. No, they definitely so can't. Like, no. So he's definitely going to rain hell on those, yes. those ships. You just got the muskets and that's not going to do definitely. anything. But let, let's say let's say for, for a more even battle, the immortality thing happens before Mothra shows up. All right. Jack. So it's not a blow away. All right, so Jack, let's say Jack maybe climbs Mothra now. Okay. He's got his sword, and I knowing him, he'll stab at the top of the chest and just fall down and slice her in nice whatever. And she falls. Boom, Which is possible. Whatever, you know, Jack's being Jack. Godzilla sees that. That's his friend Mothra. Now he's pissed. Rages. Rages, right? Does his little... I can't do it, but you, you get it, right? Tails flailing, knocking some ships overboard, killing a lot of people, whatever. He starts to get his atomic blast going on again. And this time is like really heating up. And maybe listen. Like so I said, you're saying he's going nuclear. Uh, he's going burning Godzilla. Okay. All right. So the water's burning. You know, fog, mist, whatever. Like I said, listen. I didn't say who's winning. Well, well but I was gonna say because the immortality thing yeah. is still still active, still kicking. It's nighttime. Right. So like, because now you got me thinking. Mm-hmm. Because like he, I said, there's pirates in the bottom of the ocean. They're climbing right. him. They're so Godzilla could go nuclear. Obviously, and he could it's not prob- going to really kill them. That's what I'm saying. So, like, he could go nuclear. He could kill himself, actually. He could kill himself. That's what he did, the burning Godzilla. It, he eventually, you know... In, a, in an attempt to take them out. Right. So... My, it might work, it might so not. Now, if it, that happens, do they come back from that? Do, you know, if you annihilate all the skeletons, do they regrow? I don't know. I don't know. Are they T-1000? I don't know how they grow back. I don't back. know. I just know they can't die, but if there's nothing to grow back from, I mean... Right. So... Like, is his nuclear blast just knocking out, like, the general vicinity? Or is he going, Everything just melts. Or is he going so nuclear that he's, like, taking Ooh. out a chunk of the planet? I would say he's ending the world, and nobody wins. I don't know if he's that strong nuclear. Is it an actual explosion that he emanates? I don't know. <laughs> I think like, it's a nuclear it's meltdown. A, it's a nuclear meltdown. Right? Oh, okay. So anything in the vicinity just, Anything like in the vicinity, but we're saying how big... Because if it was an explosion, that would ripple right. across the ocean, and there would be literal tidal waves right. on the entire coast Let's just of say whatever it's a meltdown, because knowing him, he's nuclear and all that. So we'll, do, yeah. we'll go with that. You know, you know the, wa- the waves are rising and all that. Uh, I don't know. Maybe this might be a, a tie, maybe. I, I, like I said, the, I know most people... So the only argument I can make after that, because it could be a tie. If, mm. if everything we said happens, like verbatim, like it could be. The only thing that I think that would help Godzilla at that point is the fact that if he's space Godzilla, he could survive in the atmosphere after the planet explodes. We're never going space Godzilla. That's the only other thing yeah. I could think of. Because hmm. now, 
let's say let's say that happens. Earth is gone. Everything's destroyed. He could survive in space, but because Jack and his crew and everybody still has the immortality, they're technically I was like, alive. Can they survive in space? Can too? they survive in space? This goes to the moon. Does the immortality spell like kind of cover them for like breathing in space? Uh, possibly. If I mean, well, they didn't have to breathe underwater. That's right. That's so true. You don't need air. So if that's the case, then yeah. Then the fight continues this battle in space. End. Yeah, and there's serious uh, pressure at the bottom of the ocean, which they walked upon. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. freezing temperatures down there, and you got a giant skeleton kraken still. If that Jack yeah. right. made a you know deal with him, so now space is sort of similar to that, but obviously we know it's also space. vastly different. The other frontier, the other frontier, is vastly different. So yes. Like yeah, it could get super cold. It could be. He's like, how is how, how is the pressure? Do we know? Is it a lot of pressure? Or is Under it the, pressure? Or is it the op- is it the opposite? Is it like I don't know? Uh, I know the further not, away you get from a body of, I guess mass, the weaker the gravitational pull is. So I'm assuming the pressure would, would be. Yeah. Although, but well, it's also I don't know how pressure works in a vacuum. Honestly, well, I mean, if you suck all the air out of a can, at some point the pressure of Earth will just flatten the can. So. I have no idea. Would, would, would Godzilla no have his own gravitational pull? Yeah. Because he's the he, biggest he, thing there right now? Or, he, yeah. Or does it go to the moon? No, it would probably go to the moon. All You're right. right. So maybe... Man, I just picture skeletal pirates on the moon. I, I'm, I'm trying to think... I'll be honest. In the beginning, I was going to say, God, yes, Godzilla wins. I don't want to say it, but for the, for the most part, you just can't... It's a better fight than I thought. That's what I wanted to show. It's that, a better, that was my mean... Yeah thing okay but that's why i wanted to- i'm gonna be that guy and just say uh if it gets to the point that we're talking about who has more experience in space godzilla so he's gonna find a way to win well you don't know maybe the new pirates movie takes place in space we hasn't been made yet well disney if you're listening pirates in space all right so let's let's wrap this this <laughs> section up real quick we're gonna go final vote what are you thinking paul i, I don't want to say it but if i think logically i guess godzilla but it'll be a great fight and People would want to see it. That's all I'm saying. That's all I wanted. I love that Paul just went, if I think logically, I mean, this was a fight that should have been Godzilla steps on Jack and the whole fight's over. Now we're on the fucking moon with immortal space skeletons. (laughs) You're welcome. It's like the next Fast and Furious movie. Every movie just takes another step. And as dumb as it sounded, it seemed plausible to get there. I don't know why it seemed plausible, but it makes sense how we got to the moon. See? I mean, if you think about it, every Pirates movie, it's Disney. It ends in a happy ending. So maybe Jack does win somehow. It's possible. Mothra's still involved. So I'm going to have to go with Godzilla because Mothra's still around. Is she? Or did we say that? Or did she die in the explosion? No, did did we say Jack Cutter Let's say Jack Cutter. Because that caused him to get pissed. Is that that sword big enough to cut through Mothra? Unless he had the trident from the fifth movie. Maybe. No, I don't even see the fifth movie, but there was uh, Poseidon's trident, and which controls like everything in the water. You can make the waters go up, and maybe he had that as well. He did. I'm going to give him everything. Yeah, all yeah. right. So let's I'll say he had the magical trident. All right, so Mother's dead? Let's say Mother's dead then. Yeah, because we need her to die to piss Godzilla off to the point where he goes because nuclear. goes nuclear. Did we still have a mortal Kraken as well? I mean, Jack maybe put the... It's up to you guys. I kind of want to see a skeleton Kraken. I think we, I, we could either say that Godzilla killed the Kraken before it happened, or true. we could say that, that or we could say that Jack get, was able to find a way to rig the immortality. I mean, you, Corey, you mentioned mermaids before, right? Oh my God, they're mermaid, like who else? What else was in there? Remember uh, one movie there was skeletal sharks and all that? Like, yeah. no, who knows what Jack movie. I mean, with the trident, yeah. Jack can control like everything in the he's ocean. Aquaman. So maybe, pretty much, he's Aquaman. He pretty much. So maybe he, Jack just has the whole ocean 
or mod on Godzilla. I think just to quickly wrap this up before we go on to the next the the, the next fight. Yeah. The only other thing I want to say is if Jack could somehow get the job done on Earth in the water, he's winning. Agreed. If it okay. goes to space, that he's not winning. Agreed. Because right. of lack of experience. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'll go with that. Then. That's exactly what I was going to say, too. If it stays on Earth, Jack wins. If it goes to space, Godzilla wins. I really just can't believe we've established this whole outcome. This is... Disney and Toho. And I love every to, second. Uh, need to make a partnership Yeah, now. listen. Knowing Disney, you never know. They might buy Godzilla. Never know. It's coming. Good job. All right, well, that wrapped up this particular uh, <laughs> round one of Fiction Fight. Godzilla versus Jack Sparrow. Who saw that coming? Who's on deck for fight two? Who's on deck for fight two? We have Will Smith versus Will Smith. But not from Gemini Man. No. Will Smith from Men in Black versus Will Smith from Independence Day. Both fighting aliens. I was going to say, just to open it up, like, you know, the the thing that kind of leads them together is the fact that they both have fought aliens. So they both have alien fighting experience. Yeah. So, Corey, you want to start this one off? I'm just trying to figure out how they would even start fighting each other in the first place. Let's just say, hypothetically, they both think each other's an alien. Well, that's true. Maybe one thinks, oh, it's an alien that, like, mimics me, that, you know, uh, is a clone, you know, whatever. He's trying to look at me. He's trying to infiltrate me. Maybe he's going to kill me. Okay. I like that. All right. That's a good... See, I think it's important to establish some of these, like, what caused this fight to happen. Right. So, all right. I can take that. Right now, and then Will's like, oh, hell no. And then that starts the whole, you know... Fight. On both sides. Yes, they say the exact, which makes it even worse because now it's like, oh, now you're copying me. Oh, boom, let's get it on. Well, I would say experience-wise, Independence Day, Will Smith has a leg up on combat. Military man. He's military. Well, yeah, all right. Will Smith kind of just got into the academy because, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong, what he did was impressive, but, I mean, he doesn't have the military experience that Will Smith from Independence Day does. He was a cop. You're not wrong. NYPD cop. You're, you're not wrong. He's seen some shit. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, the way that movie went, for well, sure. yeah, I mean. But I think, well, okay. Obviously, Will Smith and Men in Black is established as MIB at this point. Yes. And now, is Independence Day Will Smith post-Independence oh, Day? Oh, yes. Uh, yes. You got yes. to give him everything he has. everything. Cigar and mouth and everything. Oh, man. Fat lady saying, Will Smith. So, here's the thing. I know... I have to give it to Independence Day, Will Smith. Really? Okay. He just, he has better experience. He is, I mean, he took out, I mean, he helped take out an entire yeah. fleet of mile-long spaceships. Did, did Agent J do that? I don't think so. No. I mean, he he destroyed the cockroach monster. That took him a whole movie. Of course. And yeah. other Will, do we have a Will's name for Independence Day? I'm trying to remember his name. It's not Will. No, it's <laughs> not. not Will, because uh, Agent J, and then... Shit. We'll find that out. Yeah. But yeah, he, he in a whole movie took out uh, the mothership, which took out, what, millions upon billions? Who knows how many aliens was in that? But with the help of Jeff Goldblum. Yes. Goldblum. And Wait, the, do and we factor in sidekicks or no? Yes. Because well, we have to have K then. That's what I'm saying. He, if, oh. if he's got Jeff Goldblum, yeah. then he's so, got K. So, he, so he, yeah, so so I was, I was just going to say, but before we even get into any of the sidekicks or the help, because I was going to say, like, hey, you know, we gave Jack help and we gave Godzilla help. So like, yeah, we did. We're going to do this for, for, you know, for everything. Do it there. Everybody has their full. Uh, weaponry armada people at their disposal things get interesting so the one argument that i was going to make for you know men in black will smith is the fact that even though you know he didn't defeat like a whole army and like you know he still did technically save the world and i feel like in the men in black universe they happen to have more knowledge of aliens like i feel like he knows more 
about them. So ergo, he's going to know more in general about the situation. That's a good point. No, I, I, I can see that now because like maybe they they might know about those aliens already. They might have ways to prevent them from even invading. They might have already stopped them in their universe. Like right. Maybe they like if there was a crossover. Yeah, they, they might like already establish. Hey, these aliens because they they can tell when aliens are on the way. They're you know they have the whole airport mm. system and all that. So and they have their weapons. I mean, the Men in Black they got what all these space guns and. They might have a big yeah. giant space cannon. Who knows? Right. So Independence Day, Will Smith just has your regular standard twenty twenty. We'll, we'll put it. We'll set it into twenty twenty. Okay. Like you know today, he's got his you know your run of the mill twenty twenty. You know USA weaponry, nukes, whatever we have. He has disposals. He's got all a that. jet. He's got, he's got the jet. Okay. Men in Black, Will Smith has all this funky alien tech though, which could help him or may not because. I know in all the movies that ever existed, like they always say the alien tech is way superior to ours, but like it's never really been tested. Well, I feel like every time there's an alien invasion, they're just like spitting gross slime at you, and you know, it's more physical hand to hand combat. I don't remember that in E.T., but. Well, no, not in E.T. Mm-hmm. He was friendly, though. Yeah, with the friendly ghost. Uh, he just wanted alien. to go home. We have a name, real quick. His sure. name is Steven. 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 Yeah. Colonel? Sergeant Steven. Captain. Yeah. That makes sense because, yeah. Steven Hiller. Hiller, okay. yes. All right. I feel stupid for Wait, not remembering now that. Now, you said about the whole technology. What about... All right. Did you guys see the second Independence Day? The new, new one? The, the, no, the, I actually the, didn't. Oh, what's stupid? Yeah. There's only two of them. There's only two of them. <laughs> oh. The new, the new one. The new one. No, I actually didn't. <laughs> I didn't either. Sorry. So, in that one... All right. So, Will Smith was supposed to be in it. Right. But then he had to drop out because of Suicide Squad. Okay. Bad choice? I don't know. You tell me. Hard to say. <laughs> Hard to say. Uh, second movie, it was okay, but obviously would have been done better with Will. Now, anyway, in that one, they have the technology from the first one, and they have adapted it into their own. Oh, interesting. So they have new jets now that has this the alien technology in it. So they got the shields. They got the lasers. So the, this is more of a fair fight than And they thought. can go to space. Well, oh, wow. Well, okay. Now, to play devil's advocate here, sure. I haven't picked a side yet. I'm just... Wasn't Will Smith dead for that movie? He was. So if we're, I'm just saying if we're going to factor that in, maybe let's just skip the part where he died, and let's just say maybe he lived and okay. has the technology. I mean, if you want to see he die, then that's the end of that story. But let's just say he didn't. It makes it more fun if he was so. He alive. was supposed to be in the movie anyway, so let's just go with yeah. that. There's, there's, there's no way he would die in a training exercise. I'm just saying maybe, <laughs> actually, he didn't die in a training exercise. Time out. Is that really how they killed him off? Yes, yeah, since, they, since they couldn't get Will Smith to be in the movie, they killed him like... A little second scene, you see him in a prototype ship, and it just blows up. And they're like, oh, Stephen Hiller. Hiller? Yeah. yeah. Captain Hiller. Just, that's it. Dumb. End of that. Okay, Corey, yep. continue. My, my thing is, let's say that didn't happen. Yes. And the MIB picked him up to become a member of the Ooh, MIB. Ooh, perfect candidate. Wow. Perfect candidate. This just changed a little bit. So now does the fight become more of a power struggle between the two of them? Like, Ooh. who's got the bigger yoo-hoo? Who's better yeah. at killing aliens? Yeah. I like that. Who? Damn. Do we do, well, how do we, do we do it by body count? Do we do it by... Well, well body they, count, we go with Hiller. I Will mean, Smith, yeah. Yeah. Well, we go, obviously, <laughs> no, Will Smith beats Will Smith. Well, eventually, we got to bring this down to we a do. fisticuffs. So maybe the two... Okay, so maybe... We, let's say they... Mm. All right, I think we... You made things I, more complicated. Corey. Yeah, I'm no, sorry. No, no, that's My what it is. great. I love it. 
So let's say then, all right, let's say he did become a member of the MIB <laughs> and the whole body snatching thing is going on where they both think each other is named. Right, Jay's like, who the hell is this? Yeah. And, you know, Steve. Hiller's like, welcome to Earth. Whatever, yeah. you know. Steven. 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 All right, so... Do we go back to the psychics then? Do we have K now versus yeah, Jeff no, Goldblum? Absolutely. Yeah. I'm going with K. I mean, well, listen, I love Jeff Goldblum, but K is just a veteran and just will blow your head off without even, even though thinking. Jeff Goldblum is the one who literally destroyed the defenses for he the did. entire ship. Oh, all right, so let's back with that a end. Macintosh computer. Does, yeah, all right, so does Jeff Goldblum send a virus to MIB headquarters? He does. Ooh, no, Barracuda. He abs- absolutely does. And we're giving him 2020 technology. Even not better. 1995. He actually survived in the second probably. movie. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna say he survived. Goldblum. So Jeff Goldblum is hacking the organization that Will Smith from Independence Day works for now, <laughs> not realizing however, that he works for Men in Black. I really going that route. So <laughs> we're going to have him try to hack them, send them a virus, but at the same time, you got to think Men in Black's computer security is way more on point because they they're got, a secret they organization. Frank. Right. They've been infiltrated <laughs> several times, though. They, you know what? Yeah. Physical not security. A, not a great... Yeah. Mm. Physical security. More than was necessary, actually. I don't know. Jeff Goldblum, he's pretty smart. I mean, he sent a virus to an alien advanced race. So right. I'm going to go with Jeff Goldblum on this one. Okay. Why they had USB ports in their, their, uh, Let's their motherboard? I have no idea. That. that was a plot hole, Corey. <laughs> they had serious Wi-Fi. Yes. If only I knew the password. Bluetooth. All right, so we'll go with that. Okay. Jeff sends a virus. Okay. Boom. Disrupts the whole MIB center. Ooh, maybe Will Smith from Independence Day is infiltrating the MIB, thinking that they're an alien organization. Even better. All that right. makes more sense I, now. I like that better. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. So, he's infiltrating. While this is happening, Jeff Goldblum's in the virus. Boom. Chaos now, right? Mm. MIB headquarters going off. Alarms. Frank's running around. The four little tiny alien dudes will have coffee. They're flipping out, <laughs> getting cigarettes and coffee. Whatever. But who's staying calm right now? K. Because, you know, he's probably used to this. And he's, he's seen it all. He's seen everything. So... Is that still alive? I mean, he did die the third one. Sure. Well, I mean, if, if well, Will Smith go. was supposed to die and he's alive, true. let's keep that he's alive. He's still alive. Right. Everybody's still, everybody's still alive. Because it could everybody's be a real intergalactic kegger. All right. So where do we go from there then? I mean. Well, now so, it's got to get down to actual fighting. So I was like, yeah. Hiller's right now. Hiller's in the headquarters. Yes. Chaos is happening. Is he rogue or does he have a. a Maybe he's just shooting like the, a infiltration the group Maybe with him. Could have an infiltration. He could. I would. I would say. I would give him a little small. Group. Do we have yeah. Uh, yeah. Bill Poland, the president of the United States, helping him out? I mean, no. I'm not the line there. What about right. the rally speech, though? He just rallied them up. Ooh, we gotta have a good speech. He gave them the big speech before the infiltration. All right. He, he gave. gave them, he gave the speech. Plus three um, in their their next uh, attack roll. Perfect. Okay, we'll go with that. So what? Down the hallway, all of a sudden you see another Will Smith. Right. Mm-hmm. They they eye each other down. They got guns. Mm-hmm. Will's, well, I'll say Will. Hiller's got his Independence Day technology kind of pistol, whatever, or a rifle. Agent J has his MIB rifle gun laser. So he's got the big boy from the first movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the noisy cricket in his pocket. Well, that's always the, the, the wild, I want to say a wild horse again. The wild card. Yes. There we go. Good wild, wild horses. That's the wild, we can. Alien in this horses. One. What's yeah. the deal with wild horses? I don't know. I keep saying wild. What is there? Did everyone have said wild horse before? Wild horse. I don't know. A wild horse is a horse that's wild. Well, I I know that. (laughs) For some reason, that's my first go-to to to say, when I say the word wild, I say horse after. I don't know why. Wild card. Maybe I just love horses that are wild. Typically, it's crazy horse. Crazy, well, the actual guy, crazy horse? Well, I mean, typically when you hear like a a fighter or just a horse, it's usually crazy horse. Moving on. Wild card. So, 
<laughs> the question is who fires first or do they not fire because they see each like what's oh this is definitely going to be a stalemate where it's like what are you true has to be and then you're going to get some classic will smith dialogue with himself i think they start firing they start you know missing each other they're running they're hiding they're ducking shit's going everywhere holes in the walls yeah Ooh, maybe that's when they start attacking each other because they don't realize that they exist in the same universe. So when they see another image of themselves, they're like, holy shit, they think like right they think yeah, they're, they're, they're literally stealing our images and infiltrating right. Earth. Gotta kill them. Yeah. All right, so we'll go with that. Does this eventually lead to hand-to-hand combat? It has to. Yeah. You know, okay. To. Which I think is... Ooh, so I'm... Mm-hmm. Yeah. I gotta go with Captain Stephen Hiller because yep, totally military agree. combat, I mean... Yep. You, you get me in a trained military... Versus a cop. I mean, no offense. Uh, listen, police great, but I think military is trained to kill, right? I mean, that's a hundred percent. I believe so too. Way more rigorous training, y- you know. And you got. Ooh, when do we bring in the jet, though? Got to bring that in. Um, th- does the MIB have any space or like flying, <laughs> flying saucers? Maybe in the, in the in the storage room where they keep the villain stuff. I so guess. I'm gonna maybe that'll lead to that after they fight. They, they got escape. I, I was literally just about to go into that. So I was going to assume they're going to get down to fisticuffs one on one. One of them is going to get the upper hand. The other one's going to flee and basically make a comment saying, "We got to destroy their mothership," because yeah. they both think that the other one's an alien. So I'm going to assume that Hiller gets the upper hand, knocks down uh, MRB Smith. Okay, and then like somebody else, you know, basically runs into the room and is like, "We got to, we got to." Basically says what Jeff I said. Goldblum says, "Hey." I found out where. Yeah. Whatever. I need you to fly and right. send this. So boom. Hitler runs away. He, he, you know, he gives him a funny one-liner. Leaves the room to go do that. <laughs> Fat lady saying, yeah, right. something, something crazy." And then, um, smoke a cigar. Yeah. The, yeah. While he's running. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. And the MIB Will Smith gets up. You know, shakes it off. K comes K in. K comes in, and helps him up. Helps him up, and it's like we got to stop them. They gonna, get. Ooh, I got it. Go for it. So, Hitler's going to his jet. To go wherever Jeff Goldblum said to blow up. Maybe there's a satellite on the moon. I don't know. Something the big bang. Where does K bring J? The black car. Mm. Oh, I was thinking okay. the black car. Mm-hmm. Bam. Yep. J, push the red button. Yes. Bam. Red button's pushed. Now that that's fast. That could be that could be faster than the space. I don't know than the jet. I, I don't know what you know. I think it might be. Maybe. So <laughs> they catch up right away because of the red button. Yep. Now it's in like a dogfight, right? You got the famous black car, Men in Black, versus Stephen Hiller, who's a great pilot with, with, a- jet, with alien, alien technology. Tech. So he's got a shield, so it's not really working. You know, maybe maybe the shield's losing power, but it's still holding up. Then where, where do we go from next? Now, well, it's just going to be a little bit more of that, and it's going to come down to who's who makes the first wrong move. Mm. I will give you this: Independence Day, Will Smith. Stephen Hiller. Mm-hmm. Let's call him a captain. Captain Hiller. Captain Hiller. Captain. Cam. Captain Crunch. Captain Killer. He's definitely more disciplined and has more military experience. But Agent J is the wild card. Card. Not horse. Not yes. horse. I Not got card. that now. Took me three tries. I got it. So I feel like him getting into the MIB in the first place was be- when he was going to that whole training thing mm-hmm. was because of how unorthodox and unexpected he was. Okay. So he might do some crazy shit we might not anticipate that would trip up somebody who's disciplined and he might be... All right. 
he might be more predictable because he's so military trained. So you're saying that in order for MIB to get the upper hand, you have to think outside the box. Which is exactly how Jay got into the MIB in the first place for thinking outside the box. He shot Tiny Tina in the head. I would say... Was it Tina? Yeah. I think it was, yeah. Jay also, you know, he's got no family. He's got no... Nobody True. knows him, really. So he's got really nothing to live for, you know, like, like besides himself. Like, he's... He could do whatever, you know, he could just... Whatever. He's got nothing to lose. Yeah. yeah. Hiller might be fighting a little more conservative. He's got also his wife. He's got his kid. He's got... You know, friends and family, people know who he is. So he's probably, he wants to live. Counter to that, though, hmm? he could be thinking that, hey, if I lose this Ooh. fight, this guy is going to now let me do what I can to my family. Yeah, okay. I need to protect them because he's going to try to be me. And that means they're going to get stuck with him. So it's just Will Smith being Will Smith. Yeah. Okay. All right. So let's say he gets the black car and he's going to ram him, right? Just push the red button again. Maybe it's a super red button now. Can the, can the car fly? Yeah. If, it, remember it? At, at this point, this is happening in the air. Well, that too. But I swear it, to God, it, it I flew thought in the, the car one. was on the ground in New York City and the jet was in the sky. I was like, how are they that even that like, in like a, that? That's how okay. it started. And then the, you know, the jet flew up in the sky okay. and you're thinking, ha, you know, a car can't. I missed can't. how that, okay, yeah. And then you just turn the wheel and psh, now it's yeah. in the air. Because it can't go in the air. So, boom, there's that. You could ram them. He could, uh, you know, pull some crazy shit. I mean... It depends which Will Smith is going to be the more Will Smith. I, ooh, well, <laughs> I feel like Agent Jason would be more of the Will Smith. So he's more of the wild card. Yes. Okay. I would agree just on the grounds that once we get to this point in the fight, it's really going to come down to alien tech experience. Yeah, that's a good point. Which at this <sighs> point, Jay would have more of because he's been at MIB for so much longer. Exa- exactly. He literally lives in a like a bunker with aliens. Right. So, I mean, he counts as a, yeah. yeah. All right. Cause you got to think like, yeah, at this point, like they're floating around in air, like while they're fighting each other. But like, you got to think eventually they're going to wind up in space too. Is, is uh, Jeff Goldblum with? Yeah. Right yeah, now. Well, in sure. the yeah. yeah. He's, let's say, so, he's, you know, K shades with K. And let's, let's say he's trying to send the virus and hack. That's exactly the what I was thinking. Yes. While they're in box speed, he's hacking the car. Oh, oh and then he like, does send a virus and now it slows down or maybe it's going to blow up yeah like hey, well or he controls yeah. it himself or he's going to try that. to but yeah. will let's just say he? he cuts the engine let's just say he cuts the engine will, will it work though will smith thing. well oh. if he could shut down the shield i could see him shutting down an engine for a car right but in the movie they had to infiltrate the mothership and they had to physically kind of like hook up to it That's they're not true. doing that with the black car jeff goldblum's not on the wing trying to attach a usb to the black car hell That's no not, okay. because that's nope, not going to that <laughs> so we're gonna root that out hmm if there was a way where he could where they could kind of link up with well it's the car, 2020 right wi-fi it, yeah i was gonna Bluetooth? get yeah i was gonna get to that sure there's no more dialing and broadband you know like the way to but does whatever. that shit work in space because at this I mean, point they're in space. They have technology now. The Independence Day people. They got the from the old aliens. They took their. They've adapted it and maybe. Okay, so it's possible. Yeah, it's possible. Let's just say for all intents and purposes that they took the alien technology and they were basically able to make quote unquote Wi-Fi that works in space. So okay, Jeff Goldblum's character has the ability to connect to Careful, this. Careful, Apple might. Uh, yeah, take your idea. Uh, that's, whatever, man. All right, just give them royalties. Yeah, that's it. That's all I'm asking for. I'm not even asking for much. A couple million, I'll be all right. Oh, okay. So let's just say they have this tech, and he's able to get into the computer inside of the black car. 
is it going to be an easy one and done like it was in Independence Day? Or is Kay going to have the black car rigged in a certain way where he could fight off these? Does, oh, he, have yeah. a, does he have a better computer security? Is Frank playing away on the... I was thinking that. I'm like, no, at this point, no Frank, Frank's, right, Frank's Frank, not there. Okay. Frank's not there. It's all on Kay at this point. Mm. While Will Smith and Will Smith are trying to shoot each other. Man. I mean, Kay is just... He always survives. You can't, even when he wanted out, he... They brought him back in, and he just he, like he does stuff with ease. Okay, it's like he doesn't even try. He's know? the most veteran out of all four of them. He at this really point. is, and like I feel like he would think of something, even when he doesn't know what it is. He just I don't know what it is yet, but I'll think. You know, whatever, I'll just do it. Ooh, I I know how this turns out. It's not might not be the most desired way it turns out, but I know how it turns out. But I'll see that for the end because it's no, not, no, it's, it's lackluster. No, no, do golf. they go back in time? <laughs> oh, I didn't even think about that. Oh. oh. Or does the nuke come into place from Independence Day? There's always a nuke. Mine's way less exciting. (laughs) Well, I want to hear it. Yeah, go for it. My thing is, Kay sees something in Captain Hiller like he saw in Agent J and was like, Okay. Man, we we need this guy on our team. We need somebody of his extreme capabilities who is now giving me and Jay a fight for our money. We need this man. And our lives. And that's for certain. All right, so they, how they parlay. So I, I, my thing is, I think Jeff Goldblum is going to hack the car, and he ends up hacking, let's say, um, the microphones. So they're communicating with each other now. So Jeff Goldblum's yelling at the black car, and the black car's yelling at the jet. And then finally, Kay convinces them both to land and meet face-to-face. Okay. I, I, I kind of like I kind of like yeah. that. I mean, I can kind of see it happening. So. so at this point, they basically both realize that neither one of them are aliens. Yes. Well, because you know what? I think it's going to be... Um, they're going to realize that Hiller and Jeff Goldblum literally helped destroy a whole alien species. And they're going to realize that these guys have been fighting aliens since the inception of this organization. So yeah. they're like, oh shit, we're on the same side here. Damn. Ooh, maybe Kay was also around when the aliens first arrived. Remember when the Independence Day, when they had the aliens in the stasis tubes? Yep. Uh, oh, yeah. Maybe Kay was around... Yeah. When, you know, so maybe he recognizes these, you know, stuff. So maybe he's like, oh, it's all coming together. Because maybe his, his memory got wiped in the Ooh, second one. Now, it's coming, now it came back to him. He's like, oh, wait a minute. I know these aliens. I know these guys. Okay. Let's bring, all right, let's all, whatever, team up, I guess, or bring it together. Do that. But I think, I think after they, you know, confirm that and, like, everything is okay, I think you need to have a piece of dialogue that would state, like, well, you know, if you didn't do this, we would have did this, and it would have been would have been done. And I think that's going to fall to if Jeff Goldblum, in his hacking, wasn't able to create a direct communication to give Kay the ability to reach out to them to actually settle it, mm-hmm. somebody would have gotten the upper hand and blew the other one away. Mm-hmm. Now the question is, who would who would have done it? I'm just trying to picture Jeff Goldblum in a Men in Black outfit is, right now. Is the M- <laughs> is the MIB characters? And their knowledge of the black car more powerful than Stephen Hiller flying the alien, the alien American I think spaceship. Hiller's the best pilot ever. So, or does or does right, or does he get the upper hand because he's so skilled at flying I might and shooting? Skills. I have to ask this question though, because sure. I, I didn't see the second movie. Okay, the ships that they use in the second movie, how? Because you know when you watch Independence Day, the first one, yeah. right, and he's in the jet. The jet, he's a wizard in that jet. But it doesn't have the same kind of maneuverability that I'm okay, assuming that the black okay. car would have. So, in yes. the ship, it, it's... They do a, 
they it's it's pretty much the alien ships from the first one combined with like your typical american jets like it's just you know they got the shields they got the laser weapons they got the nice maneuvering like they could like maybe hover and this and that. they got it, it looks okay yeah they, so it wouldn't way advanced now. be like a giant like all right i think this wide berth no, to do a full 360 can, it's pretty maneuverable some moves now, yeah. okay Ooh, I, you know what i'd have to give it and to with captain hiller's uh you know skills i mean he's already mastered flying the the spaceship so yep if he's had years of training, I go. I go with. I got. I go with Hiller on this I, one. I agree. I'm also going with Hiller on I was, this one. I was going to say, like you know, in in attempting to hack the black car, let's say he's able to like knock down their shields a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's like I mean, you could say the same thing for Independence Day ship, but you know, K's not trying to hack and try to like disable their features. Yeah. Only Jeff Goldblum's doing that to them. So you could have a moment where he's like. While he's trying to do that, he, act, he he somehow triggers the communication, and then they they you know for sake of movie purposes for the happy ending, you know they realize that neither one of them are aliens. Everything's peaceful. They all join up together and live happily ever after. But you th- put the line in there where Hiller could be like, "You do know if he was able to do what he was trying to do, we would have blew you away." And we have a nuke. Right, hmm. and that that would have been like you know ha 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 for movie purposes, but for the sake of this fiction fight, I think that's how it would have happened. I I agree. I think uh, you know, just, like we said, just just by years of training, just by his skills of flying. Uh, I don't think the black car had shields anyway, so it's like just right. the technology. I go with Hiller. I know Captain Hiller also. So we have a definitive Hiller. Yeah, I, I believe Ooh. so. Unless, like you said, they all, at the end, yay, we're friends, it's smoke cigars, but we're going for, with, For yes. movie purposes, yes. Like, if this was Fight a real wise, movie. Yeah. Fight-wise, Hiller, Hiller it, yeah, he's, he's going to get the job done with Jeff Goldblum. Captain Hiller, for sure. Right. All right. All right. Awesome. All right. Ooh. Corey, on what to the, we got? Hey, we got one more, right? Yeah, we got one more. On to the final one for this particular episode. Doug versus... Courage, the cowardly dog. Hmm. All right, so now for this fight, obviously it takes place on Earth. Does it take place where Courage lives, or does it take place in um, what's the name? What's the name of Doug's the farm? Town? Oh no, that's Courage. Oh, oh, uh, what was it? Bluffington. 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 Wow, Thank you. Yeah, Bluffington. you had right. Beatsville before, right? Yeah, At some I was point like Beatsville. Beatsville. So, yeah. yeah so with the, all right. So then, basically, without like, I mean, obviously, it would be Bluffington, but like, basically, we have we have city and we have like country. Like, does yeah. it matter? Because it's all Earth. I think it's more feasible to get Doug to Courage's farm area than it is to get Courage. Courage off the farm. Maybe he's on a city. school trip, right? That's okay. exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. Okay. Let's say he's on a school trip, school trip. to a farm. They get lost and go to the wrong one. Yes. So, school trip, you just basically said, Doug's whole class is there. Oh, All sure. his friends and his enemy, Roger Klotz, like, everyone's Girl there. Roger, Patty Maney, Skeeter. Cool, Skeeter. Everybody. Okay. I think off the jump, the thing that causes the friction is the fact that Courage, being Courage, and that he's scared of everything, sees a whole bunch of people who look different. Multicolors. Yeah, okay. and it freaks him out. Makes sense. So, so he yeah. thinks... You know, obviously not knowing that they're just regular people. They just look different. Doesn't matter. He thinks they're monsters, right, who are coming to attack him. Because just to to put another piece of uh, storytelling in there, let's say on the school field trip, the school bus breaks down right over by the house, and they need to fix, fix the bus. So they go ask Eustace for help. 
Ooh. Who does not want to be bothered Who at all. Who does not want to be bothered at all. Ooh. Corey, what, what, it looks like you got something to say. I think while they're on this trip, it's a Halloween trip, so they're all in costume. Even better. Ooh, okay. I like it. We got a theme. Sets the mood. Yeah. And this way it gives courage even more of a reason say, to panic and freak out. He's probably already scared. Yeah. So. All right. So let's do that because it gives the... Um, it gives him a real reason to be frightened because they yeah. actually look like monsters. Yeah. It's going to bring out his ultimate form. You mean t- uh, hole and tooth courage? Yes. Okay. I wish I could do the courage yell. Ah, no. I'm not, I'm not even going to attempt that. <laughs> All right. So we have, we have the foundation set. Okay. So obviously we're going we're gonna to set it up where courage is going to attack because he thinks that he's being, he's being attacked. Which is going to cause Doug to be like, we have to defend ourselves from this dog. I would say, does Doug have pork chop? Absolutely, with him? he has pork chop. So with does him. pork chop be a, you know your average typical dog? Does he go to you know right away jump in the in front of Doug and like tries to yes okay yeah, to try to defend him right? What kind of costume is pork chop wearing? No, right pork, now? I mean knowing pork chop, he's probably you know he's probably some just sort of dressed as Snoopy. There you go. I don't know. Well, because wouldn't Courage recognize a, a shark? Dog? Wasn't he a shark in one episode? He was. Up, right? So let's say he's the shark. Let's because, just, which scares Courage even more now. Yeah. Like, like Corey was about to say, if he was just himself, like Courage would probably recognize another dog and be like, wait a minute. Hmm. Nah, yeah, he needs a costume too. So he did. There was that one episode where he was dressed up like a shark. We're going to give him the shark costume. Go with that. All right. So then what? So let's say just as a shark makes Courage even more scared now. Mm-hmm. I feel like Roger has a role to play here. Roger, like Roger definitely has a this whole thing in motion. He's somehow, probably his fault. Yeah. He's a prick. Yeah, 100%. But then Doug is somehow going to take the fall for what Roger sets in motion. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I can see that. Maybe Roger starts digging around somewhere he shouldn't look. and He it, takes Eustace's hat. I don't know. Something that... Something, you know, right? Something dumb. Yeah. Or piss off Courage. He does something to... What was, what was the... Muriel. Uh, that's her name? Muriel. Yeah. Muriel. Because Courage loves and does anything for Muriel. Of course. So maybe Roger... What takes her glasses? Plays a prank on plays her. Plays a prank on yeah. her. Whatever. Something. And that pisses courage off. Spray the, paints the yeah. house. Yeah, something, something, something he would do with his little band of goonies. Mm. All right. Ooh, they steal a pie from the window that Muriel was baking for courage. And that makes her cry. That yes. makes her cry. It was her the best pie she's ever made in her whole life. I would also say on top of this, just because Roger and his friends are jerks, they. You should have something happen to where, like, they notice Courage is afraid of them. So, like, let's fuck with the dog. Oh, yeah. Like, let's try to scare him. So, that's what sets off Courage. Then you can have Doug and Skater and Patty and, like, the other kids and Porkchop, like, be like, no, oh, Roger, what are you doing? Leave that dog alone. But at this point, Courage got scared by them, sees the rest of them, thinks they're all in cahoots together, and he's like, I got to fight these people. I, I got to get rid of them. Yeah. So, now it's Courage versus the entire band of school children. Yes, but most of them are going to be like, they're going to run away because they don't want nothing to do with this. Yeah. But most of them probably just stay on the bus. It's only like the main characters yeah. that will even get off. Yeah, pretty much. And let's say for just shits and giggles here, the bus driver is working with Eustace, so we have the adult covered there, mm-hmm. and the teacher is with two of them, so they're completely oblivious to what's transpiring right now. All right. And Muriel's just in the house like she usually is, yeah. so... And Eustace no obviously idea. can't be bothered because right. he's he's yeah. actually more frustrated he has to fix this tire in the first place with the right. bus driver. and. Mm-hmm. So or you can even have a moment where he's like, ah, fine, here, take this. This is how you do it. I'm going back inside. Yeah. Bring me my tools when you're done. Yeah, he'll he's done. Too for it. Of course. Oh, dog. Dog. Yeah, it's your fault. Yeah. All right. So then what does Courage do? What, what's Well, what does he always do? He runs to the computer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He runs to the computer. Google's a outcome. Pulls up his magical Google outcome. Does he order, what does he order? What does he get this Well, time? see, here's the thing. Okay. Because 
they're technically from a different universe, his magical computer doesn't really have a straight answer. So he's really got to think on his feet. He's got to use what's around him to try to fight them off. Well, maybe, too, what, what the characters are dressed as could be something like, oh, how do I defeat a vampire? Let's say Roger's a vampire. Okay. And Skeeter's a, Frank, a Frankenstein, you know? So it's Sweet. like, how do I... So okay. he tries to throw water on Frankenstein because he thinks water. he's made out of electricity. Yeah. Well, uh, he, you know, pitchfork. The, pitch uh, for, the yeah. fire. Throws garlic at Roger. Garlic like at Roger. Steaks. Roger doesn't like garlic in this episode, so he's like, no, no, no. no. It's like, oh, it's working. Yeah. yeah. So Courage thinks it's working. Gets him more courage. <gasps> yeah. He has wow. to hit him with a stake. Takes one of Eustace's stakes, mm-hmm. throws it at Roger, ineffective, but pisses Eustace off even more. Kill Roger. Okay. Yeah. Cool no, 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 no. It's an actual, like, like T bone steak. I, I know that. Yeah. yeah. But then it pisses off Eustace that Courage wasted a steak on okay. Roger. So that's already going on there. What's Doug dressed as? We completely bypassed Doug. Is Quail Man? I was going to say, is he yeah, Quail, I was Quail Man? Does Man? he have the power? Oh, of Quail Man? wait a minute, hold on, Jack Bandit. If he's Quail Man, then wouldn't wouldn't um, Pork Pork Chop be Quail Dog? Dog? All right, well, yeah, still dressed up though. Yeah, or no, 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 absolutely. Pork still in Chop wasn't supposed to be on the school, bus, but he kind of snuck on as a shark, or either way, he snuck on. Okay. So maybe it doesn't have to be pulled okay. up. But either way, so Doug Quillman. All right. Cause well, cause, because Doug could be whatever costume he's wearing. Well, because mm, he could be. He has how many characters does he, he has, have, right? Well, he he's has got, Jack Bandit. Right. He has um, Quillman. Right. He's got. Who's the. The reason why I wouldn't give him Quillman is because every time he's Quillman in the cartoon, it's a fantasy. And everybody else, like his friends who are in the fantasy with him, like they're they're playing themselves, but they're not actually themselves because they clearly specify it's a dream sequence. This is really happening, so he does not have his Quail Man powers, which is why I don't know if it makes right. makes sense to make him Quail Man, especially because we just said if he's gonna be Quail Man, then Porkchop has to be Quail Dog, and he's not he he's he's dressed as a shark, so he needs to be something else. So even for the cartoon, we're, we're still going realistic purposes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know, so I'm so in that. this universe, then Doug can't summon the power of Quail Man right. to combat courage. He can't. What if they awaken King Tut in the backyard, and then he gives him the the power to summon Quail Man? Now that is an option. Oh, so okay. So here's another thing because I know we said, I know we said, um, no, no, no enemies helping. But are we gonna have any? Courage characters helping? Real life monsters? All? Wasn't there real life monsters? Or was it there? Who was the scary guy? That one Wasn't it like Muriel's guy? nephew? He wanted to shave yeah, him? The, yeah. That's her nephew? Yeah, yep. I think so. But all right. He but, kept smiling and laughing. Right. Like, <laughs> right. And he did wind up shaving Maybe him. He wants to shave pork Maybe. chop. Maybe. Oh, yeah. And then Doug gets pissed off. But, yeah. now, but now, wait. But now here's the thing. Because like, if he shows up, like let's say he's there, like... I don't remember how that episode ended. Like, did Porkchop, like, yeah, he, not Porkchop. Did Courage, Courage. like, yeah, he got shaved. But, like, at this point, does he realize, like, he's not really here to hurt me. He just wanted to give me a haircut. Like, are they friends now? Does Courage think he can trust him? Because if he can't, then technically he's an enemy to Courage, which means he's not going to team up with him. He definitely still freaks him out of anything. Uh... Yeah, he's I don't the think only that one, ended in a way where he, he'd be trusting him. He's him. the only one I could think of, because every Cars of Cowardly Dog episode, like, all those creatures are his enemy. So, like, he really has no help. Hmm. It's all him. His name was Fred. Yeah, it was Fred. Fred. And I'm pretty sure it was Muriel's nephew. I could be wrong. Yep. Muriel. Bond. Yep. There we go. You are right. I don't know. I mean, if we're, I'm trying to picture because, Doug getting mad. Because that would make so much sense if he was there and tried to shave pork chop. No, that makes perfect sense. Doug. So, let's say that. Let's go with that, then. Okay. Now Doug's pissed off. Hey, that's my dog. Oh, and he thinks that because he's family with them, that you know, 
Or does he try to get him back? Like, oh, I'm going to shave your dog now, or... Where we go from this? Oh, Fred got taken away in an insane asylum. Yes, I remember that. Okay. That rings a bell. Well, apparently he comes back at some point. So. All right, right. so he we'll have him come back for this. So let's, Courage is not trusting of him. Let's say he's reformed here, right? Like he made it out of the loony bin. And let's say Courage doesn't 100% trust him, but he knows that he's making improvements on his character. And he knows that even though he may still be a little baddie, he's not going to go after him anymore. Oh, maybe because he reveals Porkchop as being a dog. And he goes like, he does that whole like, Oh, he's like pointing to pork like chop, that. like, okay. hey, dog. And he gives him clippers. Instead of him. Right. Yeah. So it's like, don't, yeah. don't shave me, shave him. Maybe so, it could yeah. be a double a double thing where it's kind of like he's trying to get Fred to help him fight them all because he knows he's outnumbered. But at the same time, he still doesn't trust Fred. So he wants proof that he's not healed and he's still crazy so that when this is over, Fred goes back to the loony bin. Yes. It's a win-win. For uh, courage. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So even though Fred comes off as reformed when he sees pork chop he starts doing that thing where he's like he, he, and, he, he and it's a brand new stopping. dog yeah and we can have the computer tell him that because the computer has knowledge of fred Ooh, that is fair like hey use this guy to your advantage now because we yeah. don't know he loves who to shave dogs are. right bam a dog shave go so we can have courage see through pork chops disguise but he doesn't realize that the people are also wearing costumes, so he thinks they're all monsters. Maybe Porkchop scratches his costume off because he's itchy. Maybe. True. He does scratch a lot. Maybe there's like dust or like fleas or shit on the farm. He does have fleas. Mites. Okay. All right. So, so, so that's basically the setup. Now, once they actually start getting into it, how are we getting around with this? Well, so Fred's got to take Porkchop inside the house. And Doug is like, I, what the hell? I need to get Porkchop yeah, back. Yeah, where's my dog? So, obviously, Roger and the goons are not could not care less about that. Right. So, it's probably, what, him, Skeeter, and Patty trying to get Porkchop back? And uh, Skeeter's pseudo-girlfriend, what's oh, her name? Oh, uh, the purple girl. The mayor's daughter. Yes, right? I, like that. yes. I'm blanking on her name. Skeeter. Uh, blanking on her name. Beady? No. Uh, it's something with a purple girl. Yeah. Mm. No, I said I typed in Skeeter's girlfriend. He came up as well, she's Patty rich, Mayonnaise. Right? So she's got rich power. Oh, like that's her. I mean, yeah, she's <laughs> Batman. Oh, she's Batman. I, okay. BB. 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 See, BB. I B. Although Roger's rich in the in the second half of Doug. Is he? In the Disney version of Doug. When Disney got Doug. You're right. He is. Roger became really rich. I forgot that there was a transfer. Well, if we're going high school Doug or college. Let's go with high school. We'll go with classic high school Doug. All right. So, BB. All right. So, then. So, it's the four of them. They're in the house now. Or, tr- or trying to get into the house. Oh, and Courage in. is trying to. Locks n- it up. Lock it Boards up. It right. Up. Yep. Boarding up. Can see that. But the um, the cellar door is still open. Mm-hmm. So, they have to go into the cellar door. So, now they're in the basement. Even better. What can we use in the basement of Courage's house to help combat? Uh, was he got any farm, like lawnmowers? Yeah, or I feel like Courage has like tractors, legitimate weapons, like shovels, uh, machetes. Weren't yeah. people buried in that uh, basement also? Yes. I'm trying to think. So maybe that freaks the kids out to give Courage the upper hand. It's like to, a haunted like, house. Digs up their spirits. <clears throat> but in the in the attempt to dig up the spirits to scare away Doug in them, the spirits turn on everybody. So now Courage is also mixed up in this. Now Courage is scared in his own way. Doug's scared, but they still have to get pork chop back. Right. And Doug, and then Courage needs to get them off to the farm. So that's why it's not like an enemy's helping courage, because it's also scaring the shit of courage. Right. Right. Everybody's scared. So courage is basically like, I have so many problems right now. Yep. He's flipping so out. So many problems. Hughes is just 
Bean Houston. He's still yeah. working on the damn tire. Yeah. yeah. Murals. But while this is happening, I, mm-hmm. I think Courage is, is actively like swinging shovels at them, like you know, trying to like trying to hurt him, like get out of here, whatever. Eventually, like they kind of split up. Like maybe he corners Skeeter, but you know he misses him, and like they wind up running up the stairs. So now Courage is running after them, like mm-hmm. with the shovel, or whatever other weaponry he may have. The spirits are running around. Muriel's knitting. She's got no idea what's <laughs> happening. But she's in the rocking she chair. She don't care. She don't care. Maybe Courage can use that knitting for later. Comes back at Maybe. another point. So the kid, the kids burst through. They're on the main floor now in the living room. Muriel's just sitting there. She's startled. They're hearing clippers. They're like, where's our dog? And Muriel's like, who are you? Get out of my house. Offers them pie. So you find out. Ooh, the pie. What if it's a beets pie? That Roger took, though. Roger stole it. So that sets her into a tizzy. Now she's aware the pie's gone. So that just pisses her off. Because like, let's say at this moment she she sees them and they're like, where's our dog? And she's like, like she actually tries to be nice. Like, what find out what's talking? happening. I can't do this fucking And then... Um, and then you find out, they're like, yeah, this crazy guy took my dog. And then she's like, no, that's my nephew, Fred. He's he's a good boy, blah, blah, blah. Maybe you kids need to calm down and have some pie. I'll give you some pie. She that's goes pie. for the pie. The pie's missing. She thinks they steal the pie. Mm-hmm. Does she get mad now? And, oh, she's and mad. And doesn't she, I don't know what she's... she turn into a monster in an episode or she turns into... She, well, she was possessed. Like she was possessed. Exorcist, she's, maybe she gets her possessed powers back. No, no, and, no, no, no. I wouldn't go that far. I would say she's just mad and like, you know, angry old lady. Like she's trying to chase them with the broom or I something. I would say that or like the... The well, cookie flatter. Yeah, thing yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Or the rolling pin. If she rolling gets distraught, though, that would make courage even more courage. Because, like, if she's angry, he might be like, oh, Miriam. But, like, Miriam? Muriel. Muriel. But yeah. if, if, if she's, she's sad and scared, or she's, let's say she, this is the best pie she ever made, and she's upset now. Now, courage is going to see if she's crying, and it's like, you crazy kids. Or would you have the kids split up, Skeeter and Doug go upstairs to go find Fred, and the girls stay to kind of combat Muriel? So Courage comes up, sees the girls fighting Muriel, he gets pissed, takes out the girls, and then runs upstairs to stop the boys from, you know, getting to Fred? Yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to think how this all is going to end. Yeah, I haven't gotten there yet. A, yeah, I know. I'm still really, trying to reach for it. I feel like I want to say the pie is made out of beets. Okay. That, that's what okay. brings everybody together. That's okay. what I got, but I'm trying to think of the part before that. I have the ending, but I don't have the, the climax, the, you know, the, the well, go. Well, the climax would be like they make it upstairs to the bathroom and they all show up and Fred's in there with pork chop. Like, what happens? That has to be the climax. They save them somehow. They make more pie. They. Or they have beets with them, which makes Muriel make more beet pie. <laughs> Maybe they just came back from a beet farm. They're on their way back from right. A, oh, a field of okay. Halloween so trip now they give them the beets. They make more pie. Everybody's happy. So there's no actual fight between Fred and Doug, Skeeter, <laughs> Porkchop, and Courage. We're just Maybe gonna not. make pie. This make is a whole pie. lot of nothing. Well, that's what we are. All or nothing, and we just gave it nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you gave it nothing. We're trying I'm to figure trying this to out. think. I mean, if he, I, I, Courage, you, you can't picture him fighting. At least he's scared a lot. Doug. Oh, he's been swinging shovels already, man. He, right. he already took the girls so out. So we got to bring Doug into this. What is well, Doug right. going to do? So Courage clips Patty with a shovel and sets Doug off yeah, into Doug, quail mode. Doug, Doug hears her crying. Okay. So, so, he, that's good. so he tells go Skeeter, go find Porkchop. I'm going to go see what happened to Patty. I'm going to be her knight in shining armor. Yeah. He summons the power of the quail, hypnotizes Courage. Oh, we said we can't use his powers. Right. 
Shit. So that, that's where I'm saying, like, if we had the well, quill powers. I, I, well, think, I think at that point, we're just going to get down to, like, nitty-gritty fisticuffs. Like, Doug's going to pick up a golf club, and, and Courage still has the either the rolling pin or the broom that Muriel had, and they just start sword fighting. Like, real simple. If this we're going to go a legit fight, I got to go with Doug. I think he's if he's going to actually beat up a dog. But then again, it's a See, dog. No, 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 I don't think so. Courage, Courage is, is a beast. Been through a lot. Yeah. He has... I'm going to get pork chop come back into play. Right. So here's, what, what, I'm here's what I'm thinking. Dog I'm thinking dog. while they're actually getting down like in the living room, pork chop somehow gets away. So I would, I think I would have it with Skeeter. Here's the bathroom upstairs. He goes in, he kicks the door open. Fred's got pork chop. Skeeter goes after Fred. Fred swings at him. So like, so pork chop gets away, runs out, comes downstairs to see Doug and courage. So now Skeeter's upstairs with Fred trying to fight him off. Right, Fred's gonna get the upper hand because he's an adult. So I'm not saying he like really harms Skeeter, but like he kind of knocks him down. Whatever he runs out to run that back downstairs to go after Pork Chop. Skeeter eventually comes to and follows them. But by the time Skeeter gets down, we need to have a situation where you know it's like Fred and Courage versus Pork Chop and Doug. Right. By the time Skeeter comes down. Okay. And I think at that point, regardless of what they're actually fighting about, whatever weapons they have from in the house, eventually two things are going to happen. One, Skeeter's going to join Doug, so it's going to be a three-on-two now. And two, Courage and Fred can't seem to get on the same page because Courage doesn't trust him. So like he's fighting alongside with Fred. Meanwhile, Muriel's freaking out running around whatever Eustace doesn't care what's going on the girls are like okay at this point but they're kind of staying out of it just letting all the guys just you know go crazy in the living room but I think it's going to come down to courage is outnumbered now three on two and he can't really trust his partner no because he's still even though even though everyone's like yeah he's reformed he's out of the loony bin courage knows that he's clearly sick because he knows what he was upstairs trying to do to pork chop so you can do this one of two ways. You can either have Doug and his team get the upper hand or run outside. The bus is fixed. They, they get out of there. Or you can have Courage sympathize with Porkchop at this point. Because at this point, because see, this is the thing. Courage is a dog, but he, he has a human brain. If you watch the cartoon, like he well, yeah. completely he understands talks. everything. And he mm-hmm. talks. Yeah. So at this point... I would I would say like in the scrapping like the kids costumes kind of get ripped up and he realizes that oh my god these aren't monsters they're people and this crazy guy is trying to do to this dog what he did to me so he goes to help them so he goes to help them that way you end up at a happy ending hmm. fred goes back to the loony bin they have a happy ending and then the beat pie comes and then the beat pie comes out when does uses come back uh, he's everybody out. He's oh, at the, that's at the very end. After the bus is fixed, get out of my house. Hey, maybe people. it's not. Maybe it's not a tire. Maybe the engine was fucked up on the bus. Yeah, something. Because the tire would have been done in a couple minutes. The yeah, engine, no, something no, with, the, with the actual engine. engine. You need an engine yeah. issue. No, that makes sense. Now, if we could have summoned demons, that I mean, if we summoned demons, would have won. Quail man have his quail powers, then that's a different story. Well, let's say for single goals, they had both. Okay, yeah. Well, then I'm well, going with Quail Man yeah. on that one. All right, let's go back. Let, Over Courage summoning monsters and shit? Quail Man. He's got his quail well, powers. Quail Man can hypnotize Courage for sure. Has that. Courage been hypnotized before? Probably. I think so. Yeah, I think so too. Isn't he a super strength, uh, strength two? Quail right. or no? He can fly. He can fly. All right, so right. because, because this is the last one of the night, let, 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 let's do both scenarios. We did the happy scenario already. Where's right? the stalemate? 
Thanks we're, to pork we're, chop. We're, it's kind of a stalemate. Yep, everybody's eating bee pie. Right. Everybody's eating bee pie. Well, because you have two incredibly passive individuals. Right. You really are. Like, to, that's what, that's yeah. what's so hard for me. Like, right. But, but but because it's it that makes it harder, which I makes know. it more interesting. All right. So now we're now we're gonna go. Now we're going now ham. We're balls to the wall. All right. Well, can you also summon the powers now of Jack Bandit? And yes, yes. I, think, I think Doug will summon every who, personality who, who, he's got. Who are the three? It's Quailman, Jack Bandit, Quailman, and Jack what's Bandit the other one? And, uh, that other, uh, what was he, like a swab? Yeah, kind of like the 007 guy. Yes. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, was like I can't double, remember what yeah. his name was. He was a secret agent. Oh, what about Waffle Stomper? What the fuck? I think that was uh, that might have been a one-off episode where there was like... He, you know, he had a fantasy. He he was, uh, I think, Waffle Stomper was like a, uh, an action Ooh, movie. I got it. And then he had the, the fantasy that he was Waffle Stomper. You also got to bring in Doug's banjo. Oh, okay. You got to have his banjo. All right. He's swinging that. He's swinging his banjo. It. All right. I'm in. Strumming on a streak and playing on my banjo. So he's, he's got that. He's strumming his pain with his... I don't think I copyrighted, so I'm not going to uh, do that. Well. All right. So we all went right. full ham. He's got his personalities. Courage has demons Courage coming has around. all the demons coming around. He's got access to everything. Was it Smash Adams? Smash, Smash Adams. Adams. What a name. Oh, wait. He had a detective version, too, I forgot about? Yes. The chameleon? The, the very, it was like the old noir kind of style, So right? now, yeah. if, if, he, got. if he's going to have... A hamburger boy. If he's going to have all these all these people, you got to assume oh, that... Race Canyon, the Indiana Jones one. All his... um. I thought that was... Wait, which one? Was, I thought Jack... Who was Jack Bandit then? He was the secret agent one. I Race thought that Canyon was, was like the Indiana Jones I thought that was Smash Adams. one. Oh, no, this is Jack Adams. Uh, Jack Bandit. He's like the this guy. That's... Which one's Jack Bandit, though? He, it might, it well, might have been listen, a one-off. Doug's got a lot of personalities. So, right. let's, so they all come at once. But the one thing I've noticed is if you're going to go through this route, we're just going to go balls to the wall. It's just Doug and Porkchop. Because in every one of his fantasies, he's the hero. He's the guy. All his friends are in his fantasies, but they're they're themselves. Like, they don't have powers. Right. That's they, true. They don't do any fighting. It, it's all him. So if we're going to do this... He's gonna. It's just gonna be him and Porkchop, and I think Porkchop's only really there as Quail Dog. Yeah, I would have to agree. Sounds about right. Which means Porkchop is only gonna be there when he's using Quail Man, and I think just j- just for for terms of like escalating to the climax, if Dog's gonna use different personalities, he's gonna go weakest, strongest. So yeah. obviously Quail Man's gonna be his his trump card, agree, yeah. his final form. So he's a multi-level boss. He's a multi-stage boss. He's a multi-stage boss yeah. that Courage has to overcome because he thinks he's a monster. That's, That's a super With like five different personalities. So now you have you have Courage fighting uh, an adversary with multiple personality disorder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that just sounds... And, uh, well, you know, again, but Courage has a lot of experience fighting really difficult... I mean, he fought Ramses. Yeah, he did. Ramsey? Ramsey. Ramsey. No, Ramsey's. It is Ramsey's, Ramsey's. right? Yeah. yeah. Returns either way. Either way. He, he bought the uh was it Doctor Zed with the yep. with the castle the ta- tower, the walking tower. Two part episode. And then he, he fought what was it like the the underwater witches? Oh that, yeah, like, they're they in like the puddle, took, right? Yeah, they're in the puddle. Yeah. They like took Eustace or something. Yeah. The, so it, he, the, the alien. So what are you guys mind leaning you, towards courage? I'm leaning towards courage because mind you, not only did he defeat all of those wicked entities. Real life stuff too. He yeah. did not have abilities or powers. It's just a dog. He just found a way to mm. do it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna lean towards courage here. Like even even as Quail Man, he'll find a way. He'll find a way. Yeah. Doug will find a way. I mean, courage will find I mean, a way. Courage, yeah. I'm sorry. Courage will find Doug a way. Maybe find, all right. No, I I could see that. Well, Quail Man's hypnotism powers 
is definitely going to be a big factor. If Quillman can successfully hypnotize Courage, he's going to win because he's just going to hypnotize him and be like, hey, this is over. And then Courage is going to be like, okay. But if he can't, and honestly, if anybody could like, I I can honestly see Quillman trying to use the hypnosis and then Courage just picks up a mirror. And Quillman himself. And that's very courage. It's a very courage move. It's very simple. A lot of his stuff is simple. I would say a very just let me pick up this random mirror and then boom. All right. How did he defeat the underwater witches? Didn't he just vacuum up the puddle? (laughs) That actually seems like I'm pretty sure that's plausible. Pretty sure he just vacuumed up the puddle. And we also already said that this is happening where courage lives. He's got home field advantage. He's got home field advantage. Well, when he when he actually when he fought the doctor, uh, oh, Doctor Zelos. And the um, mm-hmm. the tower wasn't didn't he defeat him by giving him pie? Yeah, I think he literally gave him one of Muriel's pies, and then that's Muriel's how he was, was able to defeat him. The magical lifesaver. I'm gonna give the edge to courage. I'm 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 making I'm putting my foot down. Like that's my like you know if we're going if we're going the crazy route where if where going everything's going route, down. Fine, I'll lean towards courage. I'll I was leaning towards duck, but when you. He, courage does figure out stuff. He always figures it out, man. And he never has powers right. or abilities. All right. I go with Courage as well. I was trying to figure out how he beat the Water Witches, but I couldn't pull it up fast Corey, enough. what about you? Final, final. If we're going the, with the powers route, I mean, that hypnotism thing is really important. But I could really see Courage just being like that mirror. That's you know, why that's I was thinking Doug. That's 100% Courage. But, or, mm, because at that point, Quailman would hypnotize himself. Well, what was he trying to hypnotize Courage to do, though? Because that would reflect back on Doug. Because it depends on how he hypnotizes himself. I'm thinking he didn't even think that far in advance. Which because Doug, Doug, is class, Doug is classic for overthinking really fast and not yeah. thinking things through. Yeah, which gives the advantage to Courage, then. Yep. Because he's more of a hindsight guy, which is why he has his journal in the first place. Exactly. Because he recaps everything that happened yep. previously. To learn from his mistakes. Shit. So well, I, think, I think too, even just with monster experience, I think courage wins both ways. Just from experience fighting the supernatural. Yeah. So we're all green and I think we're going courage, courage here. Yeah. He is the greatest non powered supernatural <laughs> fighting entity of all ever. time. Yeah. Well that's that I guess. We could have pit him up against Hellboy, honestly. That would have Whoa. been uh, well, that's that's a different story. <laughs> that might have to be for another day. I'm gonna write that down in the don't, book. Don't ruin Hellboy on that. Come I, put, what, I mean well, it's just, I mean, they're kind I know, of on I know, one I bar. See, but All right, how about this? We, we have them team up then instead. Much better. Much better. We'll have them team and up. then we'll have pie. And then we'll have pie. So it won't be a fiction fight. It'll be a movie mashup or, or right. a fiction mashup or something. All right. I'll take that. I'm going to put the note so, down. Uh, so what would you guys think Well, of everything? I mean, I like how we said parley with the, uh, the Will Smiths. And I made me think. I'm like, wait, why didn't Godzilla just parley with Jax? Or why didn't Jax, you know, why did... Hey, let's team up. Come on, guys. What do you call it? Gold, gold, gold what? Because I can't Godzilla. see that happening. And he, and he rides Godzilla in the, in the, in the sunset. Well, because you know? what happened was Jack would parlay and then Godzilla would be like, I don't know what you're saying. And just eat <laughs> him. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, that makes yeah. sense. All right, but I'd skip that. But this was fun. It, that was, it was a lot of fun. This was interesting. Yeah. This it was a lot it of fun. really had a lot more thought than I thought. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. It made you think. I mean, what do you, you know, I would say let, let us know what you guys think online. Let us know. Do you agree with yeah. our outcomes? Like, yeah. Hit us up on Instagram at Three Ugly Guys Podcast and hit us up on Twitter at Three Ugly Guys. Yeah. Let us know if you agree or disagree. Give us reasons because believe me, that. And let us know who you want to yeah. see. If you, if you yes. want somebody to fight somebody, you have any ideas you want us to discuss, 
hear us ramble a little bit. We'll do it. You know, just let us know. If you want to throw in some important audibles that were like, well, what if you introduce this element? We could always revisit previous fiction fights, too, yep. with new information I or new sequels. ideas. Yeah. Ooh. Sequels. Yep. Yeah. Crossovers. <gasps> I'm glad that we set the benchmark really high in the beginning we with really having did. Jack and Godzilla end up being, I, I, ending up in space. That was thanks to yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like, you. Yeah. yeah, but that was all thanks to you because if you uh, never well. said Jack Sparrow and Godzilla in the last podcast we I did. I don't remember how I even brought it up in the first place. It, but it, does, it doesn't matter. It just came about. You can listen to the podcast again and. Uh, oh, you could do that. Yeah, guys. Listen to the podcast and let us know. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what? what I, so, there's a what, Jack Sparrow wins on Earth. Godzilla wins in space, in space, right? Right, so as we said. Will Smith, Captain Hiller, he wins. He would yes. technically win if they don't Just parlay. Skills yeah, if they don't parlay. Right. And then uh, unanimous uh, courage. 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 Courage would be would be Doug. Doug Funny. Yeah. There and we go. all of his personalities. Yeah. Wow. Imagine that. Imagine that. Who would have thunk it? Who would have thunk it is right. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining us. It's been wonderful. It's been appreciate great. It. We appreciate it. Once again, follow us on socials, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Instagram Three Ugly Guys Podcast, Twitter Three Ugly Guys. Uh, any other closing remarks you guys got? I'm just gonna have to rethink a lot of stuff in my life now. Yeah, yeah. that took a lot out of me. Definitely. I'm coming even more prepared next time. Mm-hmm. With I'm having notes and data sheets and facts you, and you guys went hard. I have to go harder now. All right. Well, on that note, again, thank you all for joining us. We are the Three Ugly Guys. I am Joe. I'm Corey, and I am Paul. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us.